Yo, what up, what up, what up? Y'all, we back at it again. It's your boy Trav Beasy, and you guys. You got your girl Motowns once again in this thing. Trav trying to introduce me. I forgot she didn't want me to do that. <laughs> I was hired too. But we back up in this thing, man. Let's motivate TL. It's been a few weeks, man, so we back at it. What a new structure. We just trying to make sure we are efficient. Giving you guys the best content, the best content instead of just quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. So y'all work with us. We ain't going to let y'all down. We got y'all. And with that being said, we're going to start with some motivation. Motivation for today. Self-control is strength. Calmness is mastery. You have to get to a point where your mood doesn't shift based on the insignificant actions of someone else. Don't allow others to control the direction of your life. Don't allow your emotions to overpower your intelligence. Woo, child. That's good right there, man. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. Lately, I've just been dealing with that personally. Like, Me too. How you can find yourself in situations where your mood changes and it's just starting to affect how you move during the week or during the day. And it's like, yo, I say to myself a lot, like, you got to get a hang of this. You know what I'm saying? If it means separating yourself from that situation and it's so hard though it's just about a balance you have to know like i know that in the mornings i can't deal with a lot of extra bs so a lot of times in the morning i don't even look at read a lot in my phone until i get to work or after i start my day because i done shook the morning off and everything and now i can clearly think about what i'm gonna respond or how i'm gonna respond to some stuff and if I text you at 7 a.m. and say I won the lottery, you ain't going to text oh, me we, back. We texting you. you back. What up, sis? I ain't going to work today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> We're full-time hey, podcasters. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm sick. I did no more. What up? Drake's on you. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's all about balance, man, and not allowing people to, you know, redirect your energy. And, I mean, it takes a while. Like I said, calmness is it said it's mastery. And it takes a while to get to that point. Yeah, that is good stuff. This week, I literally have been going through everything that quote said. So I need to hear that. Just like you said, having to separate yourself from people. And then that's hard. Um, I realized that I did not talk to the guy that I have been dealing with for the first time. And like, I didn't talk to him for two entire days. How did that feel? Terrible. (laughs) Like, I know I'm supposed to get on here and say, like, oh, that felt so great that right, I had right, that right. But kind realistically, of... No, You didn't feel good sucked. about it. Was it because you miss him? Because you miss... Because you can miss a person and not miss what you went through with them or what you were going through with them? Or was it because it was missed because of habit? You know, a lot of times you... I think I'm mixture. Okay. You get used to telling one person about every aspect of your day and then you stop talking to them like just period poo. <laughs> <laughs> and Girls it's just weird. With that I don't I think for guys it's so easy for like for me. Oh, it was definitely easy for him cuz when we did talk again, I came over and I was like, "Where's my wine glass?" Cuz I was fixing a drink. He was like, it's everything is in a box in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> to the left, to the left. Everything you all in a box to the left. Me, my guest, you can step. Oh, he done packed you up and shipped you out. Oh, I know. Look, so 
When you cut it off, it was all cool. A nigga responded and say, I put your shit in a box. Oh, now we in our No, he said that shit in person. <laughs> I'm over there thinking shit better. Well, look, you know what that was? Damn. The what? The sad thing, y'all. She went out sad, y'all. She went out sad. It's all right, bro. I got you. I got but you. Nah, it's all good. These that's definitely... Yeah, that shit crazy. But your quote was like spot on just with don't let other motherfuckers control your emotions. Just don't. You know you can't do it. You just can't do it. And, and I mean, it's kind of unrealistic not to, but be aware and conscious and try to grow forward. To that's the key to it. It's not even controlling it more so of. It's being aware of it and not allowing it to affect you. But it's Valentine's. It is. Not Valentine's. My country ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's. Speaking of you being country, y'all, so today Trav tweeted that he was having a really good, or his day has been really good or something like that. Yeah, it's been the first good day of the week. And you told us mine's too. (laughs) I said mine's too. M-I-N-E-S on your ass. And folks was was really coming. Sonics and Krogers. I said, yeah, country. Folks was coming for me about my mines and my Krogers and Sonics. Yeah, it's only one. Kroger, Sonic. When Dixie's okay, <laughs> so it's Valentine's month, guys. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Love is in the air. Love is, uh, it's it's around. Yeah, it's not in my air. Cupid ain't in my circle. Y'all seen the meme with the guy uh, on the plane in like a little tent box Mm-mm. trying to protect himself from coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this, this, how much, this how in my bag I'm going to be in 2020. Okay. So basically, if, if love is in the air, I'm in that That's little tent. You tent up. Hey, <laughs> keep it moving, Cupid. Keep it moving. So I thought I was going to give a little Valentine's Day motivational quote, but I don't think I'm really going to do that anymore because maybe I'm not the right person to be making everybody else depressed on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yo, when she said that, she had a quote. Y'all, I just knew it was going to be some happy love. Uh, no. Yeah. That's not the mind space I'm in. So I just decided maybe once we get into our deeper conversation today, I can bring that quote in sometime. We'll slide it in later. But it's not really motive. It is motivational, but we on some happy-go-lucky right now. We're going to keep it positive for a little while. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day, Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too much. I'm the uh, for real, for real. I'm the type of guy to where I'm a Valentine's all year round type of guy. Not saying that that's the word you use, but I do show love. Um, and what I do, I do plan on. You know, what I'm saying kind of getting mixy, but nothing major because I'm single. And the thing you don't want to do is lead a motherfucker on. Lead a motherfucker on and do too much. And I'm a do too much type of guy. Like when I'm in a I am definitely a do too much type of like, guy. Like I will go out of the way. I will. But I feel like, you know, the person just have to be deserving of it. So we'll get into what's <laughs> we'll get into some of the best valid like Yeah. What, what you got going on, Valid? Well, obviously. Uh, nothing. <laughs> obviously. I'm gonna go home and get under my covers. Maybe drink wine. Oh, I mean, if my girls are free, we'll do the quote unquote Galentines, <laughs> which on the radio today, that. on the radio today, um, people were all on there like, 
oh, Galentine's is for girls who think that, oh, I'm happy that I'm single and this that, and the other. And I'm like, not that I would ever call it Galentine's Day. Yeah, I, I would just hit my girls up like, what y'all niggas doing? But y'all already know everybody's single, pretty much. Or yeah. Y'all pretty much already know. And it's like, know. while we looking at everybody and they a million pictures, we can at least go out, have a hookah, get drunk, and maybe end up somewhere at the end of the night. Who knows? Hey, who knows? <laughs> I know what. <laughs> you got what? one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so yeah, Valentine's Day. That might be the That might most. be the move. But right now... Because y'all, y'all squad are pretty much single. Yeah, we're some lonely ass. Why is that? Let's talk about it. Nah, we don't got to talk about it right We now. can. We, you you want to talk about that? Yeah. Why do you think y'all... Why do you think your crew is single at this point? Y'all, I wish y'all could see Travis. We got to get video. He done unbuttoned... <laughs> Three top buttons on his shirt. While he's talking about Valentine's Day, I think he just turned into Rico Suave. <laughs> Good thing we not recording in real life, because I would have been a king about them uh, dick swinging it. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> it's more like we went from zero to a thousand. Okay. So why y'all single? Why me and my friends are single? I'm going to start with friend A. Okay. She is a very nice girl that has been in a relationship since she was very young. And now that she is very single and has been single for over a year now. Okay. Um, she's just kind of mingling. And I think now her mingle phase is starting to like dwindle out. But now that you've been mingling for so long, how do you necessarily, like, know how to approach a guy on some serious shit? So it okay. it kind of takes a while to kind of get your bearing back to even how to choose a nigga, like, or entertain the right niggas who want the same thing as you. Okay. And you have to cut off the old niggas who just want the same old shit, which is kind of a challenge. Interesting. Hey, friend, hey. Friend B, very young, very beautiful, very baddie. (laughs) (laughs) Not that the other one wasn't. She is, but you know, she's the friend A a little bit more, you know, level-headed. That young is that dreaming fantasy still stage. She's been in a relationship, newly single. Okay. She was in that dreamy football player you know, relationship and he's cute, she's cute, they're cute, they're young and ambitious and did not expecting that to end. It ended. Oh, friend B. Oh, friend B. But friend B so fine. She just got to put her foot down. And But I don't want her to get in another relationship. Friend B, no relationship. Be single for a little while, friend B. I don't know how long your last relationship was, but if you newly, most say you newly single. Very new. Listen, just enjoy your time. Play a few niggas a little bit. <laughs> and Milk it. Stack your bag. But be you honest. Young. If I don't yeah. say nothing else, keep it 100 with these niggas and let them know the space that you in and make them respect the space that you in. Friend C, that's baby future. Okay. She, (laughs) she is so nice. 
but can be so cold. So she's just going to have to find her middle ground and her bearings. And she will come across something great. I see it. I see it right in front of me. Okay, Francie. Hold on, Francie. (laughs) Francie. (laughs) Francie, just get it together, Francie. We rooting for you, Francie. You sound like a good girl, Francie. And then it's you. What's up? And then it's me. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> she said, I'm blind. <laughs> I'm legally blind. Feel, <laughs> <laughs> oh, feel. Oh, me down. Oh, me down. But I talk about my situation kind of all the time to y'all. We, we'll talk about that more. But what's the best Valentine's Day you have ever experienced, Trav? Um, really, my best Valentine's Day was my most recent one last year. I would have to say that was one of the better ones because I think when you're young you just kind of be doing stuff just to, to acknowledge that day um, but my best Valentine she did something for me like every day leading up to Valentine's and then actually on Valentine okay is that all you're gonna give us yeah like oh you wanna like, know everything yeah. she did so like the first day Edible arrangements was delivered to the job. The second day, oh, she might have brought she me. She a sugar mama like she me. She might have brought me lunch or something to work. <laughs> and then the third day, which was Valentine's Day, uh, we didn't. I don't remember exactly. Y'all prayed and fasted. Yep, that all of that, all of that. I'm talking about exchange, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Prayers, vibes, all of that. But um, we didn't really do much because she had a kid, so. Uh, that was a pretty cool. That was actually a Valentine's Day that I put effort into too, outside of you know niggas do the normal stuff. But I I really ain't been in a serious relationship. I don't remember my ex ex. I don't. Re- we probably just did something went out. I ain't really big on like being around so many people, crowds of people, doing all of that like on Valentine's Day. I don't really like all that. So, but I will acknowledge it. But I'm an all year round type of guy. So I'm gonna show you love. What about you? You probably done had some, you know, y'all girls be. So, one year, and honestly, nothing has topped this, and this is probably like five years ago. Okay. My boyfriend at the time, we went on like a group trip, trip to the mountains in Gatlinburg. It was like a little three-story cab- cabin, and each floor had like you know its own suite with it a room like nobody none of the couples were on the same floor so it was super funny because first we get we get on the road and I had two suitcases and I accidentally left one of the suitcases the only suitcase I brought had only shoes in it so we had to go to the mall and give me all new clothes Gift one. Cha-ching. Uh, okay. That wasn't intentional, was it? <laughs> no, okay. it wasn't. Because I had bought clothes for the trip. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you went on no. No. You went on no floor shit. But I just thought that was super nice, you that know. Was nice. Because um, I wasn't expecting him to pay for the clothes because I left my clothes. Um, then we got there. Of course, you know, everything we ate and did, like, you know, was on him. And this is like a whole, like, three or four day trip. And so Valentine's Day finally rolled around. And 
I'm like, ooh, yeah, I wonder what I'm going to get. And all the other couples are looking at me like, this trip is our Valentine's Day. (laughs) Like, what are you thinking? So he got me some Beats by Dre. That's when those were like fresh and popping. Like a Michael Kors watch. That's when that was just the shit to have. And I think he bought me like some sneakers. And then he bought me one of those huge teddy bears. Like the life-size teddy bears. Um, You was in love. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not really. Maybe at the time, I guess I was. Yeah. But I was just like, dang, you really went on out. Like, I went on a trip. I got a whole new, like, six outfits. And, like, I got, like, three or four gifts. I ended up buying him, like, the same shoes he bought me because mm-hmm. we were corny like that. Right. Um. So would you say gifts signify your love for a person? No, because j- just like you just said, oh, where you was in love, yeah, love. And I was that. like, yeah. They were nice. It made me feel like, oh, I just didn't go out to dinner. Right. Like, like, and I know he had been planning this for a long time to be able to just do all of that in one weekend. And it just made me feel like, dang, somebody really, really, excuse me, went out their way, not only with their finances, but with their time. Right, for sure. And I think for me, that's the reason I haven't really... Outside of being in high school, doing what I could, because I didn't really have no bread like that. But I think for me, I've never been in a space to where I felt the need to go all out for, you know, somebody. Because, like, I'm I'm just, I'm big on honesty. Like, not just honesty of telling the truth, but being honest about where you are in your relationship with this person. Or, you know, where you, the space that you're in, if... Like, cause like we were just saying earlier, you you don't want to leave nobody on. So if we really not there, it's no point in me going out loud to do all this extra stuff if I know I'm not in that space with that individual. And I just haven't been in a while. I think the relationship I was in before my ex, we were like back and forth. Like the first year I was with her, we weren't even in a relationship for real, for real. Uh, so yeah, that's my thing with Valentine's. But and see, with me, it's kind of like. It's kind of like, I'll be wanting to do everything. And that's how I am. It's but like, it's like, I, I always have to be like, this person isn't even thinking about me in this yeah. way. Like, and it just be like a damping on the whole and day. And, it, and for somebody that would go out the way for somebody, and then you do all of this stuff, and then it's like, not that you're expecting something back. It's, it's just, just you want to know they thought about you. Yeah, for sure. Or they even think about you the same way you think about them. And that'd be the only reason why I, I feel like I already I already kind of get to slide, let shit slide with birthdays because I feel like a birthday, I'm going to celebrate you regardless, whether you celebrate me or not, because mm-hmm. that's your day. I have a little excuse to be like, well, it's your birthday, so I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want to do for you. Right. But, like, those, like, that Christmas stuff where it's supposed to be, like, reciprocated or, um, like, Valentine's Day where I feel like things should be reciprocated, I really just have to feed off of the other person. And nine times out of ten, the way my life is set up, that other person is either one of those nonchalant dudes like, oh, yeah, I, I don't really do 
that holiday shit. Like, <laughs> no, you just really haven't met a girl you wanted to do that holiday shit. Like, with. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. And I'm the same, same thing. Like, I just want to know that you would at least put yourself in that space. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be that person that's like, I ain't really used to doing stuff like this. So, I I mean, it's effort put into it. I mean, it's, right. you, you can be creative. You know, you got homegirls. You know, niggas, we got homeboys. We can ask, like, bro, you know. Oh, what God. One of the sweetest niggas I ever dated was one of the brokest niggas I ever dated. And he was so creative. We used to do stuff like go to the top of the mountain with yeah. a blanket. Yeah. And and he would play excerpts of songs that like and made I, I think him it's think funny like And we would get ice cream. Like I'm telling you, niggas who be niggas who be in those positions do stuff like that and girls appreciate it way more because a lot of t- a lot of times it's hard for guys to grasp if this girl really going to rock with me in this situation like that. So, but we don't even have to know, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, y'all won't know unless because I didn't know until it got further in, and he was like, "Well, this is my situation, right?" And it's because of how he made you feel, regardless mm-hmm. of what the money that was in his pocket. He made you feel special. He made you feel like you know you was on top of the world. And girls actually like stuff like that versus just most, a gift. Honestly, most niggas who do the most be overcompensating for some fuck. They shit. got a small dick too. Okay, well, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because that was my situation. But I wanted. <laughs> okay, so he's like, I don't really. Know. But I got a situation, right? I won't say names or whatever, but I'm gonna lay out this storyline for you, and you give me your thoughts on it, or what mm-hmm. you think went down. So I know someone who was dating this person, and they dating. Give them guy. fake names. Yeah, yeah. So we have Aisha. And Johnny, Aisha started dating Johnny. They was dating for a few months or whatever. And Aisha was in a scorned space. So, you know, she's not really, she's taking her time with it. You know, her garden just down. Johnny makes her feel extremely comfortable. The vibe is good. They FaceTiming. You know, it, you know, when you move on to not texting and calling, but you actually FaceTiming every time you talk. Oh, yeah, you I love work, that FaceTime. You know, it's getting serious. So, Johnny makes Aisha feel comfortable or whatever. So, Aisha... Now, mind you, Johnny is not in the same city as Aisha. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's a long-distance situation. So, Johnny invites Aisha to his city. Okay? And... They spend time together. Aisha is really feeling this thing. Johnny has a kid. Oh, Lord. Leave the baby daddies alone. (laughs) So, Johnny has a kid. Everything is working great. So, this is all leading up until Christmas. So, Christmas comes. They decide that they're not going to do really too much for Christmas because both of their birthdays are coming up, as well as Valentine's Day. So, they decided not to do too much for Christmas. Johnny says before Christmas that I have to go spend Christmas with my daughter. Mm. At the last minute. Not really at the last minute. All of this was, you know, discussed. Johnny goes ghost. Ghosted her. Okay. Still follow her on, still follow her on IG. Looks at her stories. Looks at her stories. I hate that shit. Ghost. Okay. Valentine's Day is this tomorrow. Last week, 
she haven't heard from him. Mind you, now they used to talk after work, FaceTime, all of that. She FaceTime him, nothing. So she's blocked. Call her from a homegirl's phone. It rings, nothing. Another homegirl phone rings. She she done did the most because she she was so scorned. So now that she, ain't right. Now she feeling a nigga, and he ghosted her. So she really like trying to be tough about it, but at the same time being real, like she felt some type of way. Okay, two weeks before Valentine's, he texted her. She haven't heard from him at all. She done kind of watched his stories, but not really. But he been watching her shits, and she trying to feel like nigga. So a month ago though, he reached out and said, "I would have, I would have Facebook called his motherfucking ass." <laughs> <laughs> so a month ago though, he texted her and like, uh, well, she texted him like, "Yo, I, I kind of want to know what happened. Like, I don't, what's, the, what's, are you okay or whatever?" Closure he, is the devil. <laughs> it is. So he texts back and say. Um, I feel like it's only right that I tell you, but he never responds. Two weeks before Valentine's, he texts and say, "What's your address?" And she's like, "She gives it to him." I I had to tell her no, don't not too soon. Don't you text this nigga right back? And you ain't heard from him in at least wait a day. She was like, "But I feel like he gonna send me send a gift." <laughs> Our asses be thirsty. Y'all, listen, y'all, I'm thinking for a gift. I'm thinking this nigga for twenty five dollars. But <laughs> what do you think happened? Like, what what do you think happened? He went ghost. He's just an ain't shit nigga. He started back fucking his baby mama. Unexpected. And that shit. I don't feel and then like, he remembered that bitch was crazy. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like it was intentional. I don't feel like he just intentionally ghosted her. I think, like you said, no, but some shit went down. Ghosting is a real thing, and I actually didn't realize that until this. It ghosting is a real thing, and it's just like we gotta be as men and women more mature. Facts. If you don't and like something. Or if you want to dib and dab and something else, at least tell my ass that we ain't. I can't fuck with you like this no more. I agree. I don't know, but that's disrespectful. I I send his. I will send my address for the gift, and if I get something, um, I'll I'll take that shit. I'll take that shit and never talk to his ass again. Cause I mean, she said, and tell my friends this crazy ass nigga sent. I wouldn't even tell him that. I wouldn't even tell my friends I sent the address. This nigga found my address <laughs> and sent me Yo, a gift after he ghosted me. He's so. That's why I can't be fucking with these niggas. Yo, I just felt so bad because I'm like, damn, she was in love with this nigga. She was damn near in love with this nigga ghosted her. I was like, yo, that's how the cookie be crumbling, man. But like you said, I think people got to do a better job at communicating because it shouldn't be nothing to tell somebody he was fucking with that you either, whatever reason. I mean, he may not have no reason is bad enough to just not say nothing. Well, I guess if you got AIDS or something, did she get tested? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean. Nah, he, he wouldn't come back around if it was. Yeah, bad. he would. He would feel but. bad. But nah, I just I didn't I didn't really think I'm a communicator, so ghosting ain't no thing for me. Like I'm not just gonna ghost you. I'd rather you know and I just be brutally honest with you and let you live with knowing. I mean at least one thing I was gonna say about me is that nigga kept it real with me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm fifty fifty. Yeah. Sometimes I just be feeling like some stuff I don't, I don't have to talk about, but I'll at least let you know that like 
I'm just not in the right headspace. Okay, that's respect. I think it's important for people to share that information. I think it's very important for you to realize that you may not be in the right space. Like me right now, I don't necessarily want to be in a relationship because I don't feel like I'm in the right space for one. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. I'm ready to get married. Okay. See, that kind of thought right there. Yeah, <laughs> your ass is some shit you need to be right in. Now. I do feel like, I don't know, maybe because I'm 27, because this is the first time I've really... Well, guess what, sis? I'll be 30 this year. You a man, though. And one thing about men, y'all pick your significant other. We do. I have to get chose. We do. And I don't like... I like to choose. I like to do the choosing. I like to set the timeline. I like to be in control. I like to know what's going on. I I like all of that. I like to know my trajectory. You're a whole handful. And being a woman, I don't think you're too bad. I'm not. But being a woman, I know that I have to sit, step back, and wait. Wait. So, how do you know when you are in love, though? Like, how do you decide that? Have you been in love, Trav? I have. I've been in love. Um, It was like some young love, I thought it was love. Tell me what's the definition of love. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I think when you are experiencing that moment, you just know it. You know, I don't really think it's a time you can put on it. Like, I believe that, well, because of everything, how crazy people are in the world, you can't really trust the vibe in that one. I was about to say, I, you can. I, I used to believe in love at first sight. But nowadays... People can do, you know, can act so well, like they rocking with you and everything could be so perfect because one thing I realized, a lot of people will make you feel like they can relate to you when they really don't. You know what I'm saying? They'll just be... Doing what they got to do to get where they they want to be. And I think, you know, it takes a little more time, but it's all in your actions. It's all in the time that you spend with a person. It's all in your body language body language when you're around that person how comfortable you are with that person i feel like all of that has a lot to do with being in love like i agree with that but what i can say is i hate to say that i've been in love or whatever and been comfortable i i've i'm super comfortable I've been super comfortable. I've wanted to put somebody before me and, you know, or their happiness before mine and mm-hmm. all, all of that good stuff. But I really think real love, you're never going to feel it until you have that exact same reciprocation. So it's that. like, I, I guess I've loved somebody, but that I feel like that in love part comes when a motherfucker rocks with you, how you rock with them. So you, you think that you can teach a nigga how to love? Or can a nigga teach you either? However we I think at? I think it Can just, love be taught? I don't think love can be taught. I think love is a feeling that you go with because you know. And that's why you just don't be in love with everybody. Well, I don't think love can be taught, but it can be influenced. It definitely can be influenced. And you can teach somebody how to love you because... But when I say reciprocated, I don't even necessarily... My reciprocation might not be the same exact way that you show love. Okay. But whatever you think love is in your capacity, 
you're gonna give the other person the best of it. Okay. Even though my that. love might be my way of showing love to you is a different type of way, but it's gotta be on the same level. Whichever ways, you know, it is, it's gotta be on the same level because then when it comes to showing how you wanna be loved and stuff like that, that's easy. Yeah. But that love gotta be there to even show someone how you specifically want to be loved. I can see that. I can see that. So Earlier, you was mentioning a, another podcast that you was listening to. and Yeah, The Trap Therapist. Okay. And you were just, well, explain what you were explaining to me, and then I'll give my thoughts. This kind of goes into my thoughts of what you're saying now. Okay, so he says something along the lines of, and this is not a direct quote, shout out to my boy, Afu. I'm definitely going to tag you in this episode. What up, Afu? But he says something along the lines of emotion. Most people look at it as a weakness or something like that, like, oh, he's too emotional. Mm -hmm. But... A man or a woman being emotional can be your greatest strength. Agreed. You can Agreed. use that to your advantage and you can use your hurt to help you build into a better person. And then he went on to say something along the lines of his heart is a gangster. Like that <laughs> motherfucker been stepped on, you know, and it bounced back up, ready to fight again. Like it don't get tired. It's an OG. Really, like you really have to be in these streets. You know what I'm saying? And but you don't have to be, because motherfuckers shut people down. Well, no, I mean niggas get hurt in fifth grade and and be a dog. Well, no, I mean, as far as you gotta really like pull it together, like especially for niggas. I mean, for girls too. I won't say it's just for niggas. Like. When you're heartbroken and you go through some shit that's like traumatizing emotionally for you, you can't just not date or you can't just not feel like you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be single forever or I ain't, I ain't giving nobody else a chance no more. Like you can't really be like that. You got to tighten up whatever you went through and keep it moving. Um, but the reason I wanted you to bring that point up was because like for a long time, so two exes ago, like. I felt like this was going to be my last relationship. Um, but one thing she used to always tell me is like, yo, you so nonchalant and like cold hearted. Like you just not trapped. You like emotionless. And I'm like, I mean, I, I was, um, but I didn't like to hear that from her because I did love her. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, damn, like I don't want the person I love to feel like that. But I will say I didn't give a fuck about a lot of the shit that she was trying to force me to give a fuck about. So, I think for me, it wasn't that I, I was so cold-hearted. It was just like a lot of the stuff that I felt like she was tripping over was stuff that didn't necessarily matter in the relationship. Um, but I do see how now, you know, the older I get, how important it is to be emotional. Because if you can be emotional with a person, if you can be in that vulnerable space with a person, then you're being your best true self. You're able to be in that space. And... A lot of guys have a hard time embracing that emotion or, you know, allowing people to see them in that emotional space because we may not look tough or it may be, you know what I'm saying? You might like a punk if you've been, I mean, nigga ain't gonna just be crying to no girl now. I mean, if that's what you do, that's what you do. I mean, some niggas will. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. If that's what you do, that's just, you know, I ain't really no big crier anyway. But unless I'm like worshiping, I'll worship, I'll cry at church. But. For the most part, oh, the bitches love that. Look, <laughs> I will. I worship at church, man. And I be going through so much bullshit. 
But nah, I think like the older I get, the more I realize how important it is to be emotional and to try to tap into emotion. Like I had to start watching certain shows. Like I remember my homegirl telling me one time, like, yo, you need to watch this show because you need to tap into that side of your emotions. And I forced myself to look at it and it was like, okay, I had a different perspective as far as how to be emotional with the right person. You just can't be, you know, some girls make you not give a fuck. Cause like, cause I do want to fuck with you, but you're doing too much. So I feel like I'd be like that sometimes cause my emotions be all over the place and I don't be knowing how to, um, 100%, especially when you get comfortable with somebody, you don't have, you feel like you don't have to think twice before you start acting stupid or like, not acting stupid, but... Spazzing out, emotions. Yeah. Because <laughs> you get so comfortable. You feel like you want to share that moment with them or tell them about it. And but you like really be tripping. Much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's so healthy in a relationship for you to do that and for me to tell you, like, yo, you really wilding right now. Like, I'm going to let you have this moment. But you kind of wilding right now. And you can actually be like, I'm sorry. It might take a day or two for me, and then I'll be like, oh, shit, I kind of was tripping. Well, I've also dated girls who cold as hell, like icebox. You know what I'm saying? my heart used to be. So cold, so cold, so cold. Speaking of, I'm going to Millennium Tour 2020. <laughs> she ready to. She I already bought her ticket, y'all, by herself. Oh, by my <laughs> Had to get it on my lonely. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, it's hard when you dating somebody that's so cold and you are an emotional person and they put you in a space to make you feel like you're doing too much. So I'm glad you said that because that makes me think of just how maybe somebody who doesn't realize they're cold or, you know, and the other person is just feels like they're putting in more effort. Mm-hmm. It almost makes the other person feel like their significant other is taking without replenishing them. Right. And it's like you're just pouring everything into a cup until the last drop. And then that person takes their finger around the cup and gets the rest of the moisture out (laughs) and leaves you with a bone dry ass cup and then when it's time to stop talking or stop dating that person goes on with a full cup and nonchalant like oh yeah me me and her me and him stop talking and the other person is the one left like empty yeah exactly just empty and that shit that shit will fuck somebody mind up because it's like yo I'm doing all of this and you really not doing much and you just like you said I'm left dry but see and then what's crazy is the I'm doing all of this and and you not doing much motherfuckers don't even always really realize they're not doing much because they think oh well every time we go out to eat I pay that ain't <laughs> Or, you know... No, facts, though. It, it's like every that. time you say you want to come over, I say okay. Right, right. But that's not necessarily, you know... Doing anything. But some people think that's like, oh, I'm doing... I don't usually have girls spend the night with me. Or right, right, right. I don't usually, like, you know, take... And that's why it's so important to just communicate because 
if I can have this conversation with you as my girl and we able to talk about it and you put forth a conscious effort to change, now we got something to work with. But it's a matter of you understanding that this change, are you viewing it as I'm changing because this nigga's asking me to and I don't want to lose this nigga or I'm changing because I really want to see this don't work. I really rock with this nigga and it's making me a better person. Like, how do you view And that? it doesn't hurt for me to and change. it doesn't hurt. And it that's makes the thing. things better. If, if your change is making you hurt, then it's not a good change. It's not a good change. But and if I, that change is helping you to grow and, and get deeper with a person that you care for, wh- why not? Real talk. And I think some people get so stuck in their ways of how they used to do it. Like, I had to realize this, right? If I keep being who I was... I'm going to always be single because that shit left me single. <laughs> Acting like I was in my last relationship. You get what I'm saying? Like, you you have to evolve. That's why I think it's important. We were talking about friend B. It's important for her to be single and get to know herself and really get into what she wants and, you know, what she like and what she don't like because you don't get that time back once you, you move don't. on. You know what I'm saying? You move on to the next nigga and... You thinking you all in love and you really don't. You walking around here robot. You doing whatever these niggas say because you don't really know yourself. So I think it's just so important to communicate. And as we, you know, wrap this up and finish out this month of love, man, for all my single folks out there, what up? Hey, let's all let's all party at Travis House tomorrow night. Let's do it. You feel me? (laughs) Nah. But nah, everybody that's single out there, man, just know that, hey, this is where you should be in life right now. Like, don't look at it as, oh, I should be with somebody. I shouldn't be with somebody. Hey, if we single, it's What's meant to be, be is going to be. It's going to happen. If it's somebody you used to love that you really want, hey. If you love something, let it go. <laughs> and if it comes back, then it's time you'll know. Hey, bear to the stoplight, then I made for right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Mo in the building. What's up? <laughs> so yeah, y'all man. All my old niggas hit me up <laughs> tomorrow if y'all up. wanna go to the movie. But yeah, uh, shout out to y'all, of y'all man again. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all so much for listening, Mo. You got anything else? If nobody has told y'all today, I fuck with y'all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with you too, sis, and I fuck with y'all. And we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Follow me at Mo underscore Towns on everything. Follow me at I underscore Motive, M-O-T-I-V underscore 8. And follow the podcast at Let's Motive ATL, L-E-T-S-M-O-T-I-V, A-T-L. A-T-L. And we out.